You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Let's pivot over to the side of the ball that actually made this win possible, if you really think about it. Yep. It was defense's night. It was defense's game. And if it wasn't for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense revival, they probably would not have closed out with a 19-3 to win this evening. Kaylee. I was so excited to see this defense because if there was one thing that I had in any of my predictions, any of the conversations that I've had leading up to week one, it was the fact that I had more faith and trust in the Bucks pressure and pass rush than I did in Dallas's. And if there was one thing that I thought was going to happen tonight, it was going to be the defense was going to win this game, regardless of how many points offense put up because they just feel like the most complete unit, um, I don't know if I would go as far to say in the entire league thus far, but maybe even the NFC. They're just one of the most complete units. They have the veteran presence where it really counts. Every group has that guy that they can feed off of, learn from. And I'm going to go as far to say they might be one of the smartest defenses in the league. I love the football IQ out there. It, it, certainly. And I think where Todd Bowles said that it starts is with Devin White. He yes. literally said post game, he is the quarterback of the defense out there. He mm-hmm. really makes everything happen. He's the guy that's making sure everybody's communicating. He's the guy that's making sure everybody's on the same page, that everybody understands what's happening, where they need to go, what they need to do. And he did it fantastically. And oh, by the way, he got two sacks in the process. Oh, so, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Devin White just owned it out there. And the fact that Todd Bowles, I just loved that he compared him to the quarterback and just said that he's the guy who's really controlling, leading and owning the defensive play, how they're going, the structures. I really, really, I love that. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure case you called it. I'm pretty sure you were like, Hey, I eyes on Devin white because he's going to go out here and he's going to be the cornerstone of this defense. If they're going to be successful, which they have been, they yeah. held Dallas to three points. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going to be successful in a large part, it's going to be because of Devin white. And he went out today and he showed it. I loved what I saw from him and the defense as a unit. They, I mean, I, they just felt unstoppable. Yeah. It was just, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because yeah, I was, I was slash am very high up on Devin white. And a big reason why was because, and his press conferences and training camp, as I mentioned in the previous episode, he took accountability, very specific accountability for where he came up short in the previous season. You didn't see him just running full throttle at air this time. You didn't see him whiffing on tackles. You saw a more level-headed strategic 
guy. And while it may have not been the first quarter that you were seeing much out of him, you saw him get a feel for, for Dallas's offense. You saw him really kind of take a sit back, take it all in and then really attack. And the other thing that I mentioned, um, alongside of being excited to see Devin White was the Bash brothers, as I like to call them. Devin White and Levante David just feed off of each other. And Levante David got his hand on a on a very crucial ball. Wasn't able to bring it in for a for an interception. Um, but that would have been a hard one. It was a very high ball up, and then there was probably about three Bucks jerseys around it anyhow, and it just it didn't come up with it. But Levante David was all over the field tonight. And so you know, you got to see the Bash brothers. You got to see Devin White get live 45 for two sacks. And, oh, that's not even the best part, at least in my opinion, as high as I am on Devin White. The best part was seeing Joe Tryonshanka having a freaking day. Now, did he collect a sack? No, he didn't. Was he coming off the edge like a psychopath? Yes, he showed the athleticism that has been talked about for the past year. Now that he has the reps and he's not competing with JPP and no one's taking that time away from him, he has really risen to the challenge. And so he had a motor on him. I mean, he was coming off the edge so quickly, so athletically, so many almost sacks. And I know a lot of fans don't love the almost, but it gives you a lot to look forward to, you know, even come week two. Shaq Barrett, another guy, we expected him to go off from the right side. He said that you know, he'll play either side, but we know that he just tends to really rack up the stats when he's coming off of the right side. And he almost had a sack, which would have maybe collected two points for them. It would have been a, I'm blanking on what they call it when you sack the quarterback in the end zone right now, but um, that's where he actually bent back a safety. Thank you. I thought so, but for some reason I just got really caught up, but you know, Shaq Barrett would have collected a safety if he was able to really wrap around on, on Dak Prescott, he kind of bent back on Prescott's hand, uh, which now just to give everybody an update, Prescott will be out for a couple of weeks because he will have to undergo a hand surgery. And that came out not like moments after the game ended. So the pass rush was exciting to watch, to see them be able to wrap around, to see the way that the, the pocket collapsed and Logan Hall, that rookie, he is going to do big things for this team geez, he's such a big, strong guy. And even though he didn't fully get in there, um, there was just so many players that just, that, that really crumbled that pocket, really got their hands on D Dak Prescott, whether it was a sack or not. And then Vita Vea ends up closing out the game with a sack. And boy, once you let Vita eat, it's just going to go up from there. So big performance by the defense. So many kudos to give around. Oh, oh my gosh. Antoine Winfield Jr. with an interception. I was about to say, are you going to leave somebody out over here? Because uh, there's so many people to be high on. We've, we've got, uh, you know, I think it is at easing into maybe the return we've been calling it of the grave diggers mm -hmm. and really loved what we saw. Um, yeah. I, I, from the defense as a whole, Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah. I, 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 I we heard his name quite a bit during the broadcast much he um, his, the coverage that he had he really I mean he was all over those guys and yeah. it's not surprising that he was able to um get an interception and, and and take advantage of a misplay um by the Cowboys and 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 but I'm just really really hype on this defense and uh, Casey I think that I think that all around there's not I mean, the, the defense played a pretty solid game. Now, 
I don't know. I'm not super hot on Dak Prescott. So mm-hmm. I don't know in comparison, like what we can grade this because I don't know how good this offense actually was. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from them. I'm just saying, again, this is a great starting place. And I think that the, this defense showed me that they will rise to the occasion. And as long as they continue to do that, because they're going to play offenses that are much more elite than what they saw tonight. Uh, but I think if they continue to rise to the occasion, if Devin White continues to go out there, if Joe continues to bring that pressure, if Antoine Winfield Jr., if he continues to just like bring that coverage, I think we're going to really like what we see out of this defense. And it didn't surprise me, Casey, when I started thinking about it. It didn't really surprise me that the defense did you know, one today mm-hmm. because Todd Bowles runs the defense and he yeah. continued to and has continued to run the defense. And so it makes sense that there isn't necessarily as much of a drop off um, mm-hmm. in the defense as maybe there is or that we saw or some question marks in the offense. Again, there was injuries in the offense. There was other things that, that are out of a coach's control um, wow. and that aren't necessarily like that have anything to do with the play calling, but Todd Bowles knows this defense. He knows them so well. There's so much trust there between him and his players and the, the way that he has empowered them to read the offense, to call their own plays, to really move forward. It, 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 we saw it out there tonight and it's why they were able to have so much success because this team knows what is expected of them, and they really rely on Todd Bowles, to be honest with them. Mm -hmm. I think he has been in the past, and I think that that's why we saw such an elite defense out there, and I think we're going to continue to see an elite defense out there. Um, I know it's interesting kind of like looking back a few weeks ago when we were talking to John, and he was um, really evaluating this team, and he answered some really fantastic questions for us. So again, shout out to John for for coming on the podcast and and doing that. But it was interesting because when we we did the blitz with him, we mm-hmm. said offense or defense, and he said offense because I don't think, you know, I don't know if defense wins championships like they used to, but I think in today's NFL that you do have to have an elite defense. You can't have a nothing offense. You can't have somebody who doesn't know, can't go out there and do anything, but this defense really made me believe in this team, because if we didn't see the defense that we saw tonight, this game would have been significantly more depressing than it was. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Not as fun to watch at all. I don't Um, think I could have done it. Yeah, so I I really impressed by this defense and excited to see where they can go because I do think while I don't have any massive criticisms for them, I do mm-hmm. think that they can improve depending on the opponent. And I think Todd Bowles will make sure that his team is ready to take down and to shut down as much as they can the opponent that they are uh, facing that week. Absolutely. And some of the defensive players doing training camp were asked, you know, now that Todd Bowles is your head coach versus your DC, does it make you want to play that much harder and more, you know, on a grander scale for him? And they said, yeah. So I feel like this was a great start to them backing up that statement. They are going to play for Todd Bowles, regardless of him being the DC, the head coach, or wherever his position may be with this team. And 
what I really enjoy about that is that I think it just helps raise the bar, but it also just has everybody on the same page. I feel like everyone just really executed their role. If there was a goal that this defense would have um, or want to expound upon, it would be more interceptions. And because there was a few that they left out there on the field, but guys, for this to be week one game, one more sacks too. I think that there were, there were a few close calls with that too, as well. Yeah, where they definitely could have collected yep. more sacks. This could have been a bigger sack game, and I'm glad that uh-huh. you said that because, you know, in my in my whole little rant earlier, I did leave out Anthony Nelson, but Anthony Nelson's coming off of a career season um, and career-high sack season. And the question mark there was, will he build upon that? Where Will he have more of a role here? Will, will there be more trust? And the answer is yes. The coaching staff is high up on him. That's why they didn't feel like they needed to overload and add to the outside linebacker group. And then the one guy that they bring in is a similar prototype to Anthony Nelson, um, somebody familiar with this, the system, but also a very long, lengthy guy who has to manipulate his body very differently because Anthony Nelson is a very long, lengthy guy. And I love having, and I said this on one of the podcasts after they signed Carl Nassib, that it's going to be really cool to see Anthony Nelson and Nassib coming off of the edges together. And that's how the lineup has gone. And it helped Nelson collect a sack this evening. So I agree with you hundred percent. I think there's still room to grow and this is a great start for this defense. There can be more sacks. There can be more interceptions. Um, Mike Edwards had an awesome game. I mean, he was almost there on every play in equivalence to Antoine Winfield jr, which was very exciting to watch. And Jamil Dean, I cannot close out talking about the defense without saying that he definitely outright earned and deserved that spot over Sean Murphy bunting. I couldn't even tell you what SMB did tonight if he did anything, but I could tell you that Jamil Dean was everywhere and he's only going to get that much better. He's only going to get that much more confident. The biggest thing for this team right now is as long as everybody stays healthy, this is a group that's just a well oiled engine everyone's on the same page everyone's ready to execute at their spot at their position and as long as everybody does their job as a whole this defense is going to really conduct a lot of big games and it really just got me excited to see what comes next especially with this team taking on another an individual rival such as the saints i feel like this put us at ease a little bit but practice is going to be a big one for us to see what goes down with this offense. So if you were to choose with all of the amazing things that you and I just couldn't get enough of saying regarding this defense, um, if you had to pick one or two, who's your MVP of the defense? Um, I'm going to go with my original player, Devin White. I think the fact that he was the leader out there of the defense Um, I I think that having a veteran presence like him, having somebody who's that leader, I think that helps. I think that helps everybody collectively. And so he's going to be not only for his performance, but also for his leadership. He is my defensive MVP for the night. And actually a great pick too, because I forgot that um, a lot of the media that's in Dallas tonight were saying that Devin White was the hype man for a pregame. So he was the oh. one who amped everybody up and then walks away with two sacks. So yeah, oh, I don't, I there's that. a better MVP choice than that. Although, <laughs> um, who do you have? It's not, it's hot. I'm I'm really torn between Antoine Winfield Jr. and Joe Tryon Shoenka because I'm very high up on what JTS did tonight. I was just I was very impressed. I feel like he set a tone uh, mm-hmm. early on, uh, yep. if you will, but. 
I, I'm a girl who loves interceptions and I love somebody who's just a fly to honey all over the place out there. So Antoine Winfield Jr. has got to be my my defensive MVP. 